Fresh Bread from Candy's Kitchen. It's great to have you with me today. And I believe this subject is going to be a blessing to you. I sure hope so. I've prayed about it. I had a unique experience several years ago. My husband and I were selling a piece of property to a cousin. Well, actually, it was second, third, fourth cousin. I don't know how all that works of my dad. And he was a businessman that bought and sold gold. So he had us to meet him at his store in one of the shopping malls. And we went in there. I thought, well, this is going to be interesting because I've never been able to sell any gold or buy gold or anything with gold. Uh, but we went in and he said, go oh, come back on to my office. And he opened the door and I looked around and it was like, oh my word, what in the world? <laughs> what is going on in this office? It was a disaster. Uh, it looked worse than if my grandkids, when they were little, uh, had come to the house. There were newspapers laying here, there. There were books. There were, it was just, it was, it was crazy. So we sat down and I'm wondering what in the world. And um, he, he, he kind of chuckled because he knew what was going on in our, in our minds. And he picked up this newspaper and underneath it was like piles of gold. And all around this office, which you would not have recognized it when you were walking in, but he had gold and silver and stones and all kinds of things in this office. And it was like the coolest thing. It was like, uh, but I would never have guessed that it was there. It was just chaos, but there was gold there. That office was worth, I don't know how much money, but it, it was incredible. It was, it was an incredible experience, I have to tell you. He was a nice man, ended up buying our house for more than it was worth, and uh, God rest his soul, he's, he's gone on uh, from us now. But I am going to talk today about gold, and I was thinking about that story when I was thinking of gold. And while... God is not like uh, my dad's cousin. There's one thing I know about God, and that is he loves gold, which is, is kind of cool. Gold is, uh, it's, it's very valuable, and God loves it. So how do I know God loves gold? Well, there's mentions of, of gold throughout the Bible, and so we're not going to get into all those, but I've chosen a few things that really shows me that God loves gold. Now stay with me because I think by the time we're at the end of this, you're going to feel this like I feel it. Um, the very One of the very first things that God does in creation is to create or put gold into the earth. So here's God, he's the creator of everything, and he's making everything just perfect. And the scripture tells us in Genesis chapter 2, verse 10, it says, And a river went out of Eden to water the garden. He thought of everything. And from thence it was parted. So this river is parted, and it, and it became into four heads. So you have this river, it's broken up into four parts. And it says, the name of the first is Pison. That is it which compasseth the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. So here's God in the beginning of time 
thinking, I'm going to put some gold in the earth. I'm going to put something valuable down there by the water. And so, in the beginning of time, we see God loves gold. The second thing that I'm going to mention today, and I'm not going to mention it in its entirety because that's really not what the lesson is about. But in the Old Testament tabernacle, there was gold throughout that tabernacle. Uh, I'll just mention a couple things. There was the candlestick that was made of pure gold. Incredible. The altar of incense was overlaid with pure gold. Many pieces of furniture in, in the tabernacle complex was made with wood, acacia wood or shidem wood, and then it was overlaid with pure gold. So we have the altar of incense. It's overlaid with pure gold. Then we have the Ark of the Covenant, which was overlaid with pure gold within and without, and it had a crown of gold uh, that came that was on the top of this. There were four rings of gold. The staves were overlaid with gold. It was like gold, 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 gold everywhere. The mercy seat on the top of the um, this altar was of pure gold. Then there were two cherubims of pure gold. And so we have uh, God in the tabernacle, surrounded by gold. It's like, okay, in the beginning of time, there's gold in his tabernacle where his presence would reside. There was gold. And then you go to the New Testament in Matthew chapter 2, verse 11. Very interesting. It says, and when they were coming to the house, this is referring to the wise men, it says, they saw the young child, Jesus, with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, first one being gold, gold and frankincense and myrrh. So here as a baby, there's gold given to him. He must have felt very comfortable with that. He loved gold. The next thing I want to mention is a place that we are going to someday. And that place is called heaven. And if you look in Revelation chapter 21 and verse 18, it's talking about the, um, the city of heaven. And, and one of the things it says is, And the building of the wall of it was of jasper, and the city was pure gold like unto clear glass. So here's God in the beginning of time having gold. In the tabernacle, there's gold all over the place. When he's a baby, he has, he has gold given to him. And now in heaven, the city is pure gold. Revelation 21, 21 further states, And the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold, as it were transparent glass. I don't think it's um, by chance that we see God surrounded by gold, God uh, putting gold, inventing it, I guess you would say, in the very beginning. God loved gold. So that's interesting, fun facts to know and tell. 
until I got thinking about it, there's one more golden thing that surrounds God in heaven. And that's what I really want to talk about today. What is the golden thing that surrounds God in heaven? That thing that is golden that surrounds God in heaven is us. It's you. It's me. Proverbs 17.3 shows us that gold can be tried in a furnace. Just like the Lord tries our hearts. It says the refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tries the hearts. We go many times in our lives through a furnace and it'll feel like a furnace. But when he's trying us, we can take it because he's going to be with us and we're going to come forth as gold. Job 23.10 is the verse I really want us to look at. It says, But he knoweth the way that I take, and when he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. I'm going to be in heaven. I am going to be one of those golden pieces that God loves, and so are you. So many times we think of ourselves as not people of value. I, I don't have anything to give. I, you know, I don't have a million talents. I don't have this. I don't have, and we look down upon ourselves, but we forget the fact that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are the creation of God. We are people of value to begin with. But as we go through troubles, as we go through struggles, as we go with trials, go through trials and we make it through and we don't give up, it refines us as gold. Let's, let's think just very quickly, very briefly about a few people in, in the Bible. We all love Joseph, but think about the trial. He was hated by his brothers. He was lied on by Potiphar's wife. Joseph went through so many things. What did that do to Joseph? He may have started out with a coat of many colors. But by the time we're finished with Joseph's life, we see the value because of the things that he went through. And he stayed strong. He stayed strong in his God. What about David? He's anointed king as a young man. But he has to wait and wait, and he's and he's uh, he's followed by Saul and his army, and this happens and that happens. But think of the value of King David. But he had to be tried. He had to go through the tough things, and he never gave up. What about Moses? You think about Moses. I, I think about the pain that Moses went through when he's he's gone back and he's he's led these people out of Egypt and they turn on him every other week, it seems like, when they get upset at something. Can you imagine what that was like to a human? And then he gets really, really upset and does something wrong and hits the rock when he's supposed to speak to it. And now all of a sudden he can't even lead them into uh, the promised land. 
think about that. But Moses was a valuable, valuable person because he stayed with it, even though there were times he didn't want to. And I have to say, everybody says he didn't get to go into uh, the promised land. But it's funny because it was not funny, but it's really cool when Jesus is on the Mount of Transfiguration. And so that's in the promised land. Who appears? Moses. So, yes, Moses went through the trial. Yes, Moses felt defeated, but Moses never gave up. He never hated God for the things that he went through. He kept going because he was going to become, he did become gold. What about Paul, the Apostle Paul? You would think that everything would be great in his life. Are you kidding me? No, but he's beaten. He's left for dead. He's shipwrecked. There's all these trials that go on in the life of the Apostle Paul. But he never gave up. And by never giving up, he became more and more valuable with all of the trials in his life. I was thinking of a unique story. Uh, I was thinking about John Mark, the story of John Mark. And John Mark is a young man that goes on an evangelistic tour with the Apostle Paul and Barnabas. And for some reason, we really don't know why, but he decides he's going to leave them and go back home. Maybe he's a mama's boy. Well, you know what? Some people are mama's boys. Is that is that a sin? I don't think so. But the contention because of this became so big and bad with Paul and Barnabas that they they ended up splitting and one went one way and one went the other way. And I think about that and we always focus on Paul and Barnabas, but we don't focus on John Mark. Can you imagine what it would have been like to be a young man feeling like I just separated two wonderful preachers and it was by my actions and people may have said something to him. But the good thing is John Mark is called by the Apostle Paul to come to him in later years. What does that say to me? Maybe John Mark made, made a bad mistake, but he didn't give up. And by not giving up, he becomes more and more valuable. Everybody's tried. Everybody goes through the furnace. And all of our furnaces are different. Some people go through terrible sicknesses. Some that can't be explained. Some that can't even, maybe it's a sickness unto death. It's like there's not a cure. There's not a pill that they can take. And they're a great person. But they go through that sickness. But they stick with it. They say, though you slay me like Job did. Though you slay me, I'm not going to give up. That's what makes us valuable when we go through the furnace and we hang in there. Some people face death, the death of a loved one, some that just don't make any sense to us. Sometimes, sometimes the trial of our faith is misunderstandings. Maybe somebody does, you do something and you do it with the purest of intent or the purest of heart, but somebody doesn't misunderstand, they misunderstand you. They think you're, you're trying to make something out of yourself, and that's not true at all. Maybe you feel like you have no voice. You're never validated, or, or you're not recognized, and you're doing everything you can. 
and it hurts. You, and, and we can look at that and go, well, you're just being a big sissy. But you know what? There's different personalities. There's different upbringings. And, and thank God there's a God that is the righteous judge that can weigh all of these things out in all of our lives. But there's times when we're tried. And we're tried in difficult ways. And everybody's going to be tried some way. But when you're in the furnace of that trial, you have a decision. Do you just give in and give up? Or do you say, I'm not giving up. I love the Lord with all of my heart. That goes back to another podcast. It's in my heart. And when we don't give up, and when we keep on going, even if we're overlooked, even if somebody lies about us, even if it's a sickness or a death or you name it, it could be a million different things. When we don't give up in our furnace, in our trial, we come forth as gold. Job again says, but he knoweth the way that I take. And when he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. God loves gold. He loved gold in the beginning. He loved God in the Old Testament. He had it in the New Testament. He loves it in heaven. And he loves us when we will appear to him. Not as a gold bar, but as gold, as something of value. Hang in there, my friends. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Don't give up. Walk in your furnace like the three Hebrew boys. He was with them, and he'll be with you, and you will come out of your furnace untarnished. And he will make a vessel of gold fit for the kingdom of heaven where we will be forever and ever. Just think about this. Today, gold is worth $1,913.96 an ounce. But you're worth more than that. Wow. So I go back to that little shop that had all the gold and the newspapers hiding it. And, I, and I, I think back to the chaos that was in that room. But the value was hidden. Sometimes our life just feels like it's in chaos. But that chaos is just our furnace that's making us more and more valuable. You are a value to him when you come through the fire. You will come forth like gold. And I believe that we will be more precious to him in heaven than the golden streets. So that's my little thought for today. You, as gold, overcoming and becoming gold. I pray this has been a blessing to you. And I pray that you will share this with somebody that could use it. We're all in this together. We all know somebody that's going through a trial. Just let them know. 
you are becoming more and more valuable. Just hang on. It's going to be all right. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.